Welcome to the Stone Builders Hour with Pastor Gary and Elder JC. God bless you all for tuning in today to the Stone Builders Hour. Hey, it's a unique faith talk show seeking to share the good news with you and loved ones while building healthy relationships. Well, this is the last week of Black History Month, or as we've been saying, World History Month. Today, we're going to share another little-known black history, black world, facts, and contributions. Well, hello, Tallahassee, and it's not the last week there. We live black world history every day. Yes, we do. So, last week, we shared with our audience the 1619 Project, which dealt with slave auctions at cities in the North and South. Today, we are going to continue with little-known black world facts. Also, now you can listen to our past shows on iTunes, Google, Google Music, could you say that, Google, Google, you Google come Music, come? yes, <laughs> TuneIn, and SoundCloud. So you can listen to last week's show, which I highly recommend, and again on iTunes, Google Music, TuneIn, and SoundCloud. We are now in the podcast world. Praise Yay. God, praise God. So, are you ready to increase your knowledge? Yes. But first... Uh, visit our Stone Builders partner, Dr. Elton Powell, chiropractic physician of Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center. If you've been in an accident, you had a headache, you got that sugar disease called mm-hmm. diabetes, mm-hmm. hey, or you want to start getting that weight loss and uh, you're, you're struggling with it, so call him for an appointment, Dr. Elton Powell at 850-402-9061, and he's located right up there on 1838 Capital Circle Northeast. Let him know. Call him. Stop by and set up an appointment. Let him know that the Stone Builder sent you to him. Well, stay tuned. We'll be right back after commercials. My name is Anne-Marie Baker, and I used to have severe, excruciating right arm and neck pain. Thanks to spinal decompression therapy from Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center, I no longer have any pain or discomfort, and my issues were resolved without having any surgery. Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center has helped me enjoy my life again. At Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center, we unlock your potential to be the best version of you build your body to excellent health. Hi, my name is Dr. Powell, and we take pride in giving you fast and friendly service that is tailored to your needs. We provide safe, comfortable, and effective treatments using state-of-the-art equipment. Life is full of adjustments, so get yourself realigned for better, healthier future today. Call 402-9061. That's 402-9061. Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center. Online at dynamicspineandwellness.com. Become a stone builder and support Living Stone's children and family programs and services. Help us strengthen and build healthy relationships among family members and fathers and mothers to be active in the lives of their children. Tune in to the Stone Builders Hour on Wave 94, Thursdays, 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Donate online at welivingstones.org or mail your gift to Living Stones, P.O. Box 6747, Tallahassee, Florida, 32314. Remember, your donations and gifts are tax deductible. Man, what did you get on that math test? Dude, I failed it. I got an F. Bro, it was kind of hard, but I got to be on it. I thought I knew the answers, but I missed some days from school. Were you sick? Nah, I just didn't feel like coming. Look, man, every day you miss school, you fall further behind in your classes. You miss information that help you pass quizzes and tests. It's important that you come to school. Don't become a statistic. When you skip school, you miss out on your potential. For more information, contact the Leon County Schools Office of Prevention, Intervention, Equity, and Services at 487-7306. Welcome back to the Stone Builders Hour with me, JC, and Pastor Gary. Hi. I am loving uh, this whole lesson on Black World History. But today, we're going to talk about the black presence in the Bible. Uh-oh. And I love to say scriptures, <laughs> yes. because when you say scriptures, it's almost uh, a word for what's scripting, what you write, what you speak. So the uh, scriptures is a multicultural book detailing and blending history from the beginning of time. Uh, first, uh, the, the, one of the... Uh, Bible lessons is John 8.32, and you shall know the truth, 
and the truth shall make you free. Yeah. So stating the Bible is multicultural may sound controversial, but archaeology, histories, and scriptures prove it to be true. Uh, Psalm 68.31 says, Princes shall come out of Egypt. Ethiopia shall soon stretch out her hands unto God. Oh, mm. boy. So there you go. You have yes. two African countries yes. that were mentioned in uh, the Bible. And uh, and the folks who, Ethiopian, were the people dark, uh, burnt skin. Yes. That's what all that means. Both New and Old, Old Testament. Testament. Okay. You know, so race and scriptures is a sensitive subject yes. and sometimes difficult for many to digest. Yet on Sunday, it's the most segregated day of the week mm. because whites, blacks, Hispanics, Asians tend to worship with their own kind, even at death in separate cemeteries. Mm. You know, I remember back in uh, 2013, uh, there was a controversy where many viewers, they were upset over the Bible miniseries because Samson was played by a black man. They weren't mad that he was an English black man, but he was still a black man. <laughs> that was the issue. Many believed all the prophets, saints, and Jesus himself were white, even though historically many people were of color. And you'll find that when, when Samson, basically he's out of the tribe of Dan. Correct. So in Genesis, and what the proof is in Genesis 31 through 6, Dan was the fifth son of Jacob and the first son of Bilah. She was the handmaiden of Rachel and Bilah, Bilhan, maybe mm -hmm. I should pronounce it like that. Um, she was Ethiopian. And she also yes, she was. bore Jacob another son with his nap. nap man, I need some coffee too. It's Napatali. Yes. Yes. Napoli. Napatali. Okay, we're going to get it together. We're just not getting started, so it's still early. Praise God. So, the issue really that the racism, that there was a whitening of the Bible. Yes, it was. Over time. And some people somehow disassociate Africa with being part of the Bible. Well, one of the effects of racism, as you said, is the whitewashing of history. And sadly, this has taken place even in the Bible, even through uh, archaeological finds. Uh, when you go throughout Egypt, what did they do when uh, those early uh, uh, founders, or not founders, but those early people who were explorers yes. went into Africa? They couldn't believe the sight that they saw of many of the Sphinx, yes. uh, many of the artifacts, many of the drawings that the Egyptians did on the wall. So one of the things that the main reason that Pastor and I studied the black presence in the Bible is because we can't, we have to accept that the Bible is a multicultural book. And how can we, if we can't accept multicultural churches? Uh, Pastor and I come out of a multicultural church. Um, we were el senior elders at New Dimensions um, Christian Center in Pensacola, Florida. And one of the things that we loved about the church is because we were multicultural. We had young, old, white, blacks. Mm -hmm. uh, I think at that time we probably had a few Hispanics were coming in. They weren't very large at the time we were there. But I just love that because we want to look at the Bible from the truth in history just as, uh, remember the conversion of the Ethiopian eunuch described mm -hmm. in Acts 8.27? It predates the Apostles Paul's first missionary journey into Europe yeah. by quite a few years. In fact, later on you'll find out as we discuss this, that many of the conversion of the church in Africa and Arabia were done by Africans. Praise God. You know, for many it's difficult to see the black presence in the Bible because you don't see words like black or mm -hmm, African, correct. but you will read about the Ethiopians, the Cushites, the Egyptians, the Hebrews. Uh, for example, Ethiopia is mentioned 45 times in the Bible, and Egypt is mentioned both in the Old and the New Testament. Mm. And it really goes back to the beginning. The name 
this, this, let's look at Moses. The name Moses was given to him by Pharaoh's daughter, which makes it an African name. Mm. Uh, Moses was raised as an Egyptian, but he was a Hebrew in Acts uh, 7.22. You can just read Acts 7.22. And Moses was learned in all the wisdom of the Egyptians and was mighty in words and deed. Mm. So, and when he was... If you look at the Hebrews and the Egyptian, it wasn't too much difference, difference from them, no, there except it was cultural on diet, yes, on marriage, on who you worship, uh, the one God, uh, circumcision. Yeah. That separated a whole bunch of folks. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's interesting you mentioned that because even uh, when Joseph and Mary had to flee because of Herod looking for Jesus, where did he go? He went into, they said, Ethiopia, Africa, and he blended in. Yeah, they couldn't, they really couldn't find him. So he had to be just the same color as the people of that land. And so when we look at that, we sometimes confuse and say, well, you know, could you imagine someone, unless he was an albino or something like that, he blended in with that uh, group of people. So Africa is mentioned more than any other landmass in the Bible. And I didn't know that. Yeah. I learned something new. Also, it should be noted that the Middle East, including the Holy Land, was at one time connected to Africa until 1859 when the Suez Canal was completed and had been referred to Northeast Africa for most modern history. Yeah. From Genesis to Revelation, there is a great deal of proof that blacks are present throughout the Bible. In fact, I know for lots of history, racism is kind of more a modern phenomenon in terms of the Newer Testament because we weren't separated, as you said before, we were separated by being Ethiopian or Cushite, Egyptian or Hebrew. Mm -hmm. So those are just some other little facts to throw out. Since you mentioned Hebrew, when we, let's go back to the beginning. Mm -hmm. uh, Adam, in the beginning, Adam is defined in the Hebrew language uh, as swarthy, dusty, mm. reddish brown, soil, dark skin like a shadow. Wow. Uh, apar. It means that the soil from which Adam was made, meaning dust, clay, always very black or very dark brown in color. Mm. And if you wanted to research that further, uh, there's the biblical history of black mankind uh, by uh, Mr. McGee Livers. And uh, it'll break that story down for you real good. And also, when we talk about identity uh, and about Moses, uh, when he fled into Egypt, he was mistaken as the Egyptian by Jethro and Jethro's daughter. Correct. So, uh, so in Exodus two nineteen, and they said, "An Egyptian deliver us out of the hands of the shepherds and drew water enough uh, for us to water the flock." Because uh, once he Moses killed the Egyptian, right. he got a dodge real quick. <laughs> he got a dodge real quick because he didn't realize everybody was watching, and that's why you know somebody watching you. <laughs> All the time. Some, and no matter, whatever's done in the darkness will okay, come into the light. Amen. And when that came into the light, he realized that the other Hebrews were watching, putting that finger. He got out of there real quick and, and wandered over to the land of Midian, which was a land of uh, black, black folks. folks. Yes. And so then he comes across and you always got some bullies. You have uh, Jethro's daughters watering the flock, and here he comes the bullies, going to mess with the girls, mess with the, the livestock, and then Moses came because he was taught in the mighty words and in deeds of the Egyptian. So he was a warrior. <laughs> you know, he was no soft man, and plus he was young then, he about 40 years old about then at that time, so he was somebody, if he took out the Egyptian, he had some, he had some uh, power behind, he had some strength, even though he walked over to Midian. So then he took those jokers out, and all them girls was impressed. <laughs> all of them was impressed, but you know what? The Bible has such great stories. And when JC mentioned, when you look at the history, yes. the archaeology, and the geography, yes. the light starts coming 
on. So then the truth will start. When you start looking at it from a geography, geography standpoint, you'll totally look differently at the Bible. And let's face it, that is the, uh, the hemisphere of where the sun is the greatest. So a lot of our people who uh, migrated from those lands had to be of dark skin. But you know, one other little fact is the Garden of Eden was described in Genesis as having been near a four river system in the region of the lands of Cush, mm-hmm. Havilah, and Asher, which today is near the borders of Eastern Sudan, Ethiopia, and Eritrea. And you know, those original Sudanese mm-hmm. were so dark, they were like blue black. Yes, and when I was in Africa, I actually <laughs> saw that. When I was in Africa, I saw people that were, they were so black, they had blue, blue to their to tent. tent. Mm-hmm. Totally, totally amazing. So the birthplace, this is the birthplace of humanity, was confirmed when the oldest human remains were found in Ethiopia in 1974. Science and the Bible are often at odds, but one thing both confirm is that the birthplace of humanity was in East Africa. And you can refer this to Eden, the biblical garden discovered in East Africa by Gerth Mueller. And one of the things we had talked about near the borders of Eastern Sudan, Ethiopia, and Eritrea, um, a lot of that is around that area of Uganda. So if we really mm-hmm. started looking at where these uh, t- the old maps and mm-hmm. place them on top of the new maps, all of that area would probably be where the Garden of Eden was located. And the most fertile valley. Yes, it of, was. I mean, they've been fighting from day one, and now they're still fighting to this day. Uh, against those uh, rivers. Uh, Let's take our first break and hear from our sponsors and we'll be right back. Man, do I love card night. You ready, boys? You got a king? Go, fish that! Oh, come on! (laughs) This is WWE superstar Titus O'Neil. It only takes a moment to make a moment. Take time to be a dad today. Learn more at 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Do you know what happens to a child who's consistently absent from school? They become a number. More than 800 students in Leon County are chronically absent from school every year. You may say, that number doesn't affect me. Well, what about missing at least 10% of school days in a given year? This affects the educational outcomes of students. Here's one more number for you. If your child is chronically absent, you can be the one that goes to court for not being responsible for making your child attend school. Contact the Office of Prevention, Intervention, and Equity Services at 487-7306 for more information. Become a stone builder and support Living Stone's children and family programs and services. Help us strengthen and build healthy relationships among family members and fathers and mothers to be active in the lives of their children. Tune in to the Stone Builders Hour on Wave 94, Thursdays 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Donate online at WeLivingStones.org or mail your gift to Living Stones, P.O. Box 6747, Tallahassee, Florida, 32314. Remember, your donations and gifts are tax deductible. When you shop Goodwill, you don't just bring home a vintage dress or cat lamp. You bring home so much good to your community because everything you buy funds local job training and more. Goodwill. Bring good home. Brought to you by Goodwill and the Ad Council. Well, welcome back and pray that you're getting it. I I just want to say that this is not about race, color, or creed, but do you believe in the Almighty, follow His commandments, and sin not? And I know a lot of individuals and churches and just people in general will say, well, does it really matter what color uh, Jesus was or what color the races were? Yes, it's important. And since my history was robbed from me, I need to know that I have some roots. You know, a man without knowledge is or a man without yeah, roots, roots is a man without knowledge. So a lot of us are just groping in darkness, not understanding or believing where we're from. 
And if we're part of this original Israelite race, then that means we still have a job to do. Yes. Jesus said we had to preach this gospel unto all the nations. And so we need to start right here at home because just as we talked about the churches being segregated, we need to start pushing aside our racial component in order to come together on the very day that we need to be celebrating. Mm. We do need to talk about, too, the the covenants (laughs) that we really should be keeping. The Ten Commandments. Yes, because it's not Mm -hmm. what we're doing, it's how we're doing it. And we are still not honoring God when we don't keep, what did I say, follow His commandments and sin not. So if we're not following the commandments, then we're still not pleasing unto the Lord. And. God is not a respecter of persons. Yes, correct. So he don't care whether you're black, white, right. fat, thin, young, old, because he's not a respecter of persons. But you know, if more of our young people knew that there are people that look like them, them amen. in the Bible, mm-hmm. in the Word, it may stir up something within them that they'll go and start studying because they don't think that they exist. There, there's no foundation for them, because while it's even like even now, while it's not often talked about, but Apostle Paul, he himself, was often mistaken for an Egyptian. Wow! And the Egyptians, the latter Egyptians that we see today, are not what they look like. Well, basically, they look like. After a thousand years of intermixing, that's what the Egyptians look like now. But back in the day, they were a lot darker in the past. And you can see that on the Sphinx, like JC said, inside the the tombs, Mm -hmm. inside the pyramids on the walls. Those are people who were brown skinned and even some people who were darker skinned. Yes. Some of those slaves were like black black yes. uh, on, on that. And those were some of them Hebrews yes, <laughs> in there. And, uh, and that's one of the ways you can uh, distinguish from them. So if so, the Egyptians today, they don't look like the they Egyptians did in the past. Yesterday. Yep. And uh, in Acts 21, uh, 38 proves that out. It says, aren't thou not that Egyptian? which before these days made an uproar and led out into the wilderness 4,000 men that were murdered. Mm. Paul was dastardly when he before he was he following was burned, the Lord. Converted. That's yep. why nobody didn't trust him after yep. he did come to the Lord. After God slapped him up beside his head, <laughs> knocked him off his horse, made him blind, it, it, messed, it messed him up. Yeah. But Paul said, I am a man which am a Jew of Taurus, a city in Cilicia, a citizen of not a mean city, and I beseech thee, suffer me to speak unto my people. Mm. So he was being arrested. He was trying to speak to uh, the Hebrews and also uh, to the Gentiles uh, who were spread out. And the Gentiles basically are are people who just lost the word. Uh, they lost. They start their worshiping. Yep. God as he laid out to Moses. And don't forget 1 Kings 10.10. We're going to talk a little bit about all of these. um, Pastor, we're going to share about 10 blacks in the Bible. And one of them from 1 Kings 10.10 is King Solomon and the Queen of Sheba. So we'll start with her. The first use in the Bible of the word queen refers to a black woman. 1 Kings 10.1. Her name is alleged to be Makita. And I used to know a, a Makita. <laughs> um, Makita. But the scriptures refer to her as the Queen of Sheba or the Queen of the South. Her fame was such that 2,000 years after her death. Wow. After 2,000 years after her death, Jesus Christ mentioned her long trip from Ethiopia to Jerusalem. And we know Ethiopia means Africa. And referred to her challenge of Solomon's wisdom, which led to a love affair with King Solomon and a child, Menelik. First, we're not going to go there, Pastor. Go. Okay. All right, King. <laughs> Number king. two. All right, King was the king had more wealth, yes, more wisdom. 
more he had it he had it all even when you have it all sometimes you can fall yes because he did fall big time and uh stop worshiping the lord because all those concubines how you have 800 of them how do you have 800 women on the side that's a lot of side chicks and, and it's like how many. can you even visit them all the time it's like at your beck and call wow king you know yeah, so that, that's why we get uh messed up and turned on to the wrong oh, path <laughs> God, you should have to stay married to one you know but uh but for her to hear about this this yes. this king all the way down in Ethiopia, and you know she had an entourage. Yes, she did. She carried gold, silver, ivory, spices. spices. Yeah. She brought the best out of Ethiopia and traveled on a journey to Jerusalem to see this Solomon. And that must have been a sight to behold. To have all these people marching into his castle and for the king to come out and receive her. But and remember, it wasn't about race. No, it wasn't. But remember what she said. She said that even what she was told was not as magnificent as what he held. So she could. She was told this, but when she came to see it for herself, herself, it was even more magnificent than what she could ever imagine. Wow. He was wealthy. Uh, I think the billionaires of today might have to take a back seat. <laughs> and then, but then he planted his seed yes. with her yep. that she went back to Ethiopia. So there's a seed line of uh, Solomon, Solomon in, in Ethiopia a yes. and Africa. Yes. There's that seed line right there. And maybe sometimes in the future show we can travel on and we'll look at uh, Menelik. And, uh, and see where his seed yep. and all those people and all the Hebrews because he practiced and he visited his daddy. Yes, he did. He visited, So he knew who his daddy was. Yes. Praise God. So number two, where are we on number yes. So let's talk about uh, Sephora. And Sephora, we first run into her. That was uh, Moses' wife. Mm -hmm. And uh, Moses wrote the first five books of the Bible. And uh, support was an Ethiopian woman. And Another Ethiopian woman. Those women of flavor. Yes. <laughs> and she was persecuted for yeah. it. A lot of when when Moses was there, and Minia, she didn't have no problems. But then she encouraged Moses when he first went. She was getting. She he was getting on. He was getting on her nerves. Yes. Because he was shaking. He had kids then. Yes. But when he finally left, his family uh, had issues because remember they were still in Egypt and they were still Hebrews. So they were like in a little cluster, you know, among themselves. And sometimes we get into that cluster, even like in the church. I'm a cluster of my church. And sometimes I don't want no new people to come in. That's true. Because you might take my seat in the pew. Or I'm used to singing in the praise team. And now you come in. Oh, no, oh, no, oh, that's right. We're, going, we're talking about Moses. Let me go on back. Let's talk about Moses. And um, he and his family almost lost their lives because uh, she was an African and had a, uh, um, an Ethiopian religious roots. Uh, but they still believed in one God because uh, Jephro was a yes. Midian priest. Yes, he was. So he, he still believed in uh, God. And the Almighty brought judgment from time to time against uh, the people in the uh, the tribe because of her because of their racism, and um, and know that in Numbers twelve one, Miriam, uh, Moses' sister mm -hmm. and brother, they spoke against him because uh, of his of his wife that he had married, and God uh, had uh, told Miriam to put her hand uh, in her. Uh, uh, in her Warm, clothing right. garment and when she pulled it out she became leprous or turned white mm. so it seemed like she was already black, black yeah well, she had some skin color yes that uh, that shook her up when you see whoa, whoa! <laughs> you know, it's like you be white so there was already flavor yes. within that group of people yes. but like you said it was just, like a, yes. a outsider yes Compared to, it wasn't a racial thing that because she well because she was Ethiopian, yes. different culture, different, yes. you know, just everybody's different. No, some people don't like differences. 
Well, th the third one is to talk about uh, Pharaoh. Uh, Moses' stepdad, who was Pharaoh, was from a line of kings that predated any nation of York. Pharaoh means sun kings and ruled the land of Ham, known as Egypt. And that is Psalms 105.27. And let's see if we can uh, get to Psalms 105.27 to just talk about some of the things that uh, we do in the Bible. Uh, but I'll let you go ahead and uh, follow up with the next one. Well, uh, you want to read 105.27? Yep, let me okay. just uh, get it. Um, we talked about Psalms 105, but I'm going to read it 23, starting at 23. And it says, Israel also came into Egypt, and Jacob sojourned in the land of Ham. So this is where Faber was. And he increased his people greatly and made them stronger than their enemies. He turned their heart to hate his people. This is Pharaoh hating uh, the, the Israelites to deal subtly with his servants. He sent Moses, his servant, and Aaron, whom he had chosen, because remember, God had to send Moses back to the people. And 27 says, they showed his signs among them and wonders in the land of Ham. And one of those wonders, he sent darkness and made it dark, and they rebelled not against his word. He turned their waters into blood and slew their fish. So there were a number of things that Moses came to show but one to show that Pharaoh ruled in the land of Ham. Yes, he did. And then after we had the, the, the great flood, mm -hmm. uh, where there was so much sin uh, on the earth, and uh, that the, his uh, God's creation made him so angry. That he even oh. said he despised that he mm. made us. Can you imagine? Wow. Someone say that's like a father saying that about your child. I hate you. I'm, I'm sorry that I even made you. So that God was definitely um, he was devastated in that. Yes, he was. But you know, there's always a light in the midst of darkness, and he found light in Noah. Yes, and his three sons. And Noah was an old dude when he when God told him to build that ark. Mm -hmm. And uh, and his three sons, they came on board. Don't pay attention to that movie out that kind of came out about <laughs> no. Noah. No. With, uh, who was that? Uh, some some actor. I forget his name. Uh, he did the Gladiator. Yes. So uh, should have stayed with that. That movie was like off the chain. I don't know who. How <laughs> you even sit through that one? But uh, Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Though. That's a do not watch movie. Now watch everybody go out there and watch it. <laughs> watch it, but knowing that it's all fake. Yes. Okay. And uh, and but Noah had his three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. They all had their wives. Uh, they built this massive ark, loaded up with animals, and then uh, that must have been terrifying to at the to 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 have the rings come. And then all those people who were left behind mm. come knocking, scratching, and, and gnawing at the doors. Let me in. Let me in. That had to take a lot to, uh, to drown out those sounds of people who were screaming, screaming and drowning yes. and, and things of that nature. But, you know, when you are on God's will and God got you on a mission... Sometimes you got to put plugs in your ears mm -hmm. and take the scales off your eyes and keep your mind and eyes on things above. But uh, but uh, Shem, after they landed, then um, uh, we won't go through the whole story. Not the whole landed, story, but let... Yeah, Shem is right. the father of the Israelites. Right. Ham is uh, the father of the dark races. And Jephthah is the father of the Gentiles. Right. And uh, so we'll go into details about about them a little bit well one of the things i wanted to do is we need to remember that this that these three boys who became men who came out after the flood were really how the nations were divided after so and shem which was noah's uh oldest son and part of noah's family um who survived the the great flood um really bore a son at the age of 110 wow. because you talked about that Noah was 500 years old and began <laughs> Shem, Ham, and Japheth. And they built an ark that didn't have no power tools. Right. <laughs> that was no definitely uh, 
muscle men. Man, no wonder those guys were living so long. Yes. Perfect environment, perfect food, everything. But he was, uh, Shem was father to five sons who became the fathers of the five Semitic nations as shown below. Shem was actually the father of the nations or the ancient Near East, including the Israelites and the Jewish religion. And therefore, Judaism, Islam and Christianity sprang from the line of Shem, which we as known as Negroes were being brought into this land were part of that lineage. The Semites were particularly known for their religious zeal. And to this day in Africa, you do have practicing yes. Israelites. And remember, at one point, they came, um, the, uh, is, Israel the brought them, Jerusalem, right, brought them Ethiopia. in from Ethiopia. Mm-hmm. And they had a difficult time because yes. they practiced what they felt was the pure uh, Judaism. Judaism which was different from what was being practiced in Jerusalem. So, but those five Semitic nations were Elam, the Persians settled northeast of the Persian Gulf, Asher, the Assyrians, the biblical name for Assyria, settled between the Euphrates and the Tigris rivers, Arphaphax, I guess, the Babylonians settled in Chaldea, Lud, the Lydians settled in Asia Minor, but some of them sailed across the Mediterranean and settled in northern Africa. Aram, the Syrians, the biblical name for Syria, located north and east of Israel. So there's just a few, but if you look at Genesis 713, 923, um, 10, 1, you'll see, and then 10:21 talks about unto Shem the father all the children to Eber, the brother Japheth, the Ir- elder even to him were children born and so it talks about even those sons lived 500 years <laughs> so this is wow. a really long lineage yes. that and along of our history that i feel that we came out of and so as a result of that uh, we need to look at shem as being really our ancestor yes indeed and and his other son ham uh he was noah's second son and part of the family that survived the the the, uh, the flood, and and Ham and his wife bore four sons, mm. uh, who became the father of the nations of Africa. Uh, Ham's fourth son, Canaan, uh, was cursed mm. because he gazed at his father's nakedness while he was drunk. Uh, this curse would mean later that Canaan uh, would lose his land to the Hebrews and would be subservient to the descendants of Shem. The Hamites were known for their physical endurance. Mm. Praise God. And that's why the Mepiothians now in those right, kingdoms, can they run forever. Races, <laughs> they just be, can go on yeah, and on and on. Yeah. You know? and, and, uh, but the, there was four Hamitic nations. Uh, you had Cush. Uh, those were the Ethiopians. They settled in the Ethiopia south of Egypt. And also early in their history, some of them migrated to the area north of the Persian Gulf. And you can mm-hmm. find that in Genesis uh, 10, uh, 8 through 10. Uh, Mizram, uh, those were the Egyptian, uh, the Bible name for Egypt. They settled in northeastern Africa and put, those are the Libyans, uh, sometimes translated Libya. They settled in northern Africa. And once again, uh, the Canaan, uh, the Canaanites, they settled above uh, east of the Mediterranean. Uh, later, this land was given to uh, the Hebrews. Mm-hmm. And uh, Japheth, uh, he was um, in the Hebrew uh, 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 language means uh, God will enlarge. And he was the third uh, son. And, uh, and Japheth and Shem were both uh, uh, blessed uh, for respecting their father Noah. Uh, that's how the, the story goes. And, and Noah, bless uh, Japheth, was far-reaching for all his descendants, uh, being the European nations that were mentioned in Genesis 10. And, um, and so, and there were seven uh, Japheth, uh, Japhetic, Japhetic mm-hmm. uh, nations. I got it. So you had Gomer, mm. uh, the, uh, uh, the Sumerians, they settled north of the Black Sea, but afterwards his descendants... Uh, occupied Germany, France, Spain, mm. and British. All this, you can go back into Revelations, and Revelations, Revelations will also will forward. turn out yeah. who, who, what, and who, where. And uh, Magog, 
uh, they lived uh, north of the Caspian Sea. That's like the Russians there. And, um, and then you had the, the Medes, uh, they settled south of the Caspian Sea. Uh, Javan, uh, that was uh, the Hebrew name for the Greeks, uh, which settled around Greece. And then you had the Turks, Tubal, the Turks uh, lived south of the Black Sea. And uh, then the Savs, or the Slavs, Slavs yeah. they lived between the Black and the Caspian Seas. And then you had uh, the Etruscans. That's, yeah, that's your Czechoslovakian, and those, the Baltic. The Baltic nations? Regions, yeah. Okay, so they lived uh, uh, west of the, uh, the, Black, uh, the Black Sea. So those were the three sons that, that came out and repopulated the land. Man. And one of the things that, based on that history, that the Negro <clears throat> is not from Ham. That's that right. we are from Shem, because as you read Ham, we are not really those uh, dark races. We were part of the original Hebrews or Israelites. So just to clarify that. disobey God, God in Deuteronomy 28. Well, I was going to say, when you talked about uh, being punished, we were not punished as Ham was punished. We were punished because we didn't obey the Lord. And, and you said that you were going to go... Uh, enslaved ships. Yep, yep. You'll be taken from one country, from one Egypt. You're going to return back to Egypt, which is a new America. When they say return back to Egypt, that you're returning was back to slavery. Free. Yep, and you're returning America. back to slavery yep. through a slave ship. Yep. and and uh, the Negroes are the only ones that applied to that scripture. Yes, that you will lose your language. Yes, you will lose. Land, your families, children, uh, you will not have ownership in anything. Boy, does that sound familiar? So really the appeal to our Negro race or to our black race is that we need to come back to God. We need to get back into those commandments. repent. Yes, immediately so that the land can be returned to us, that everything that we lost can be regained. And you know through Job, that that's all possible. That what he lost, and because he had faith in God, and never put him down, that he got sevenfold what yes. he lost before. So we need to come back, and we really need to look at that. And then uh, the fifth one is Nimrod, and Nimrod was Ham's grandson. The Bible indicates uh, Nimrod was the first king in history mm. and ruled mankind. From the Tower of Babel. And we know about the Tower of Babel. Yes. What God knew that if man got together, that he would actually make it to heaven, I guess, and, and be able to rule the land. But um, it says in 10, Genesis 10, 8 through 12, And Cush begot Nimrod. He began to be a mighty one in the earth. He was a mighty hunter. And going down to 10, and the beginning of his kingdom was Babel, and Erak, and Akkad, and Kelna, and the land of Shinar. So, and it goes on to uh, just spell out the other lands that he had during that time, Nineveh being one of them, very famous city. So, we need to just look at this and see what we're doing, and we're going to have some other uh, names coming up. <laughs> and Nimrod, now... That he was not only did he have physical, he was a great hunter, but right. he had he was a master builder. I mean, he's the one that organized everyone together under a kingdom and have everyone having tasks and, and to build, be able a, tower. To build mm-hmm. a tower. And that tower, uh, he just knew that he was so bad that he gonna build a tower to be up there with God. Yes, he did. Man, I mean, and God had to look down and say, "I think he might make it." We're going, we have to confound everybody, and that was the beginning of the different dialects and yes. languages, so that they were confused and they couldn't continue to build the tower because no one could understand each other. So what did they do? Everyone went with their like kind, so they yep. could communicate with each other. Yep. So all those folks went with those folks. They all branched off. But, you know, when they did go and they were confounded by language, they took with them technology. Yes, they did. That's the same type of technology that built those pyramids. pyramids. Mm. So uh, so Nimrod, he, he, was, he was good. He was bad. So um, let's, take a, let's take another break and uh, we'll be back uh, with more. 
tune in to the Stone Builders Hour, a unique talk show hosted by Pastor Gary and Elder JC every Thursday at 5 o'clock on Wave 94.1. Carter's Corner provides expert athletic consulting to agencies, sports programs, and families. Services include fundraising, community events, football camps, career planning, and vending. Carter's Corner offers quality coaching to athletes and highlights their actions on the field and classrooms to college recruiters. Call Sam Carter, 850-510-6702 or email carterscorner at me.com. Carter's Corner is also a 501c3 nonprofit. My name is Rodney Vickers and I suffered from excruciating pain and discomfort in both legs. And I was told there was nothing that I could do. After consulting with Dr. Powell at the Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center, I began a nerve restoration program and today I am able to walk and run without any pain and I am in better shape than I've been in years. At Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center, we unlock your potential to be the best version of you and build your body to excellent health. Hi, my name is Dr. Powell, and we take pride in giving fast and friendly service that is tailored to your needs. We provide safe, comfortable, and effective treatments using state-of-the-art equipment. Life is full of adjustments, so get yourself realigned for a better, healthier future today. Call 402-9061. That's 402-9061. Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center. Online at dynamicspineandwellness.com. Well, welcome back. We're on number six. This is exciting, like a countdown. <laughs> uh, the number six is Hagar. And in the Old Testament, you're looking at Genesis 16, 1 through 16, and 21, 8 through 21. I'm not going to read that. You can look that up. And again, Genesis 16, 1 through 16, and 21, 8 through 21. But she was Abraham's concubine and the mother of his son, Ishmael. Um, she was purchased in e Egypt. She was uh, served as a maid to Abraham's childless wife, Sarai, at the time, who gave her to Abraham to conceive an heir because she could not. And look at the mess we are <laughs> in now. God. So, ladies, sometimes you got to <sighs> keep God promised her. He promised her. Yes. I know it was a long wait that she had to wait, but he promised her that she would have a son. And Ishmael, as we know, is the um, kind of the root of how Islam yeah. got started. And somehow, I just think they've been mad ever since. <laughs> <laughs> Because they first born. And, right. and usually and the first born son, you know, received the right. 50. But, but uh, boy, you know, even with Sarah... Sarah uh, turning Hagar over to him to bed and to go to, into the tent. It's like, wow. But then I can understand why sometimes, sometimes, you know, we today, we're praying to God, God, when are you going to answer my prayer? And here she was. She was 90 years old when yes, she Yes, I mean, that was... Um, it's like, you know... She had to like, scratch her head on that one. Man, <laughs> it's like, you know, the fact that he and uh, she and Abraham were still knocking boots. Praise God. You know, but... Uh, this is a religious program, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, one thing I can say about it, that even when she did find that she was with child with Israel and she was so despondent that she went into the desert, that God still said that he wanted to bless her and that he would protect her. So we have to understand that we're still under protection even when we do something that we step the steps out of the covenant of where we're supposed to be with god he still when once we repent he will look over us and keep us well their number seven would be now this is a, a little truly a little known black history fact is uh terahaka you got it uh gagori second kings uh 19 and go to Isaiah uh, 37.9. Uh, uh, this king, he was the king of Ethiopia. And he waged a war against Sennacherib during the reign of King Hezekiah of Judah. And drove him from his attention of destroying Jerusalem and deporting his inhabitants back to Ethiopia. But instead, God used this African king to protect 
the Hebrews. Mm. So sometimes you don't know where your position is. And even when we look at other people, sometimes we say, well, how do they do that? Or how are they obtaining that? Because if God's hand is on it, he's going to have your protector waiting for you. So the enemy of my enemy, enemy is, is my, my friend. friend. How about that? Um, number, we're going to do, I'm going to kind of do three and one. Um, number eight is Simon the Canaanite was one of the most obscure apostles of Jesus, Matthew 10.4, Mark 3.18. Simon of Cyrene, remember, he was forced to carry the cross for Jesus because when Jesus was dropping it, the guard just said, you, you pick it up, and that's Matthew 27.32. And then 10, we know about Solomon. We talked a little bit about him with the Queen of Sheba uh, previously. But he has got a lot of history here. But just know that he is a descendant of Shem. You want to read something there? Yeah, I was going to read uh, that Simon of Serene. Okay. He was forced to carry the cross and uh, for Jesus. And after that, they had mocked him, uh, Jesus. They took the robe off of him and put his own raiment on him and led him away to crucify him. And 32, and as they came out, they found a man of Cyrene, Simon, by name, him they compelled to bear the cross. So when you go to reach out and find out where Cyrene is at, that's going to show you that he was a brother. Okay. All right. Another one to add to the list. Uh, So let's discuss how... Uh, the gospel was preached and spread throughout Africa, Asia, the Middle East. Uh, Apollos. Everybody mm. knows about Apollos. Yes. He was an African-born Jew from Alexandria, Egypt, and baptized under John the Baptist. Wow. He was preaching before he knew Christ. So that means he was baptized by John the Baptist, and what? He must have... Skedaddled over to the other nations. Uh-huh. And he was one of he was one that established the early Christian churches. In Acts 18 uh, 24, and it says that in a certain Hebrew named Apollos, born at Alexandria, he was an eloquent man and mighty in the scriptures, came to Ephesus. So Alexandria was in Egypt. Yes, it is. So remember that the Israelites uh, at one point were scattered throughout Africa and Arabia, not Europe and Asia. It was Simeon from Niger, which means black skin, Mm -hmm. that the gospel was preached to the Gentiles, along with Paul later preaching to the Gentiles, who himself, and you read this previously, was also mistaken for Egyptian. So he was a brother too. Acts 21, 38-39. Uh, 39, art thou not that Egyptian which before these days made an uproar, and I'm doing more of a new King James Version, and led us out into the wilderness, 4,000 murderers. But Paul said, I'm a man which am a Jew of Tarsus, a city in Cilicia, a citizen of no mean city, and I beseech thee, suffer me to speak unto the people, because he had a message for that point, the Gentiles. Praise God. And remember, Jesus brought the gospel to the Jews first and then to the Gentiles, which were priests in African languages. And Europe and Asia received the gospel after Africa and Arabia. And that's when uh, King James basically uh, brought all the people together uh, back in the 1600s and um, to interpret uh, the Hebrew, the Greek all the ancient languages to create uh, what we know as the King James Bible. And that's the Bible that uh, went out through uh, Europe. And um, wow, this is totally awesome. Uh, one of the things that we did wanted to talk about, uh, and I think you mentioned that earlier about the branches of not only just Shem, Ham, and um, Japheth, but also the other sons that were would be considered half Israelites, because if you uh, look at uh, the African tribes of Israel that are mentioned in the Bible, you had Judah. He had two sons with a Canaanite Tamar, and that's Genesis 38. Mm -hmm. So that branch has 
African roots as well as black roots. Ephraim, remember the son of Joseph in the Egyptian woman Aseneth, Genesis 46.20, and Manasseh, the son of Joseph and the Egyptian woman. So his branch, when Joseph himself, a true Hebrew, Mm-hmm. Married in uh, Egypt, in Egypt because of him taking over. Remember, he had mm-hmm. was basically a slave brought in and rised up very quickly through the ranks. He became the most powerful, second in command of all of Egypt, and that was during the time of the famine too. Um, mm-hmm. Married an Egyptian, and out of that came that root. So those are. Uh, people who were in the line and these people are important because yes. they are the founders of the line everything begins with them so if they are half african it means that african blood was passed down to their children into any of those tribes those children married and as we progress you'll see that there were other jews that marry african women we talked about moses mm-hmm. david yes solomon in fact, the Bible tells us that marriage between Hebrews and Africans was a common occurrence, whereas Hebrews very rarely interacted with Europeans other than through the war. And uh, we think about Joseph when uh, Joseph uh, uh, was sold uh, to the Arabs and transported to Egypt. It wasn't about whether he was white or black. He was uh, smart. He was a smart guy who showed uh, a, a devotion to God that separated him from the pagans, and uh, and and he was able to blend right in yep. to the Egyptian culture because of the way he looked. And when his brother came back, they didn't recognize it because they all looked alike. Yeah, they, they basically did. all looked alike. So maybe Joseph grew a beard or whatever it was, but. Uh, uh, all of them tend to blend in, and, and the thing that separated everybody was religion. Uh, the Hebrews followed the, the dietary laws, circumcision, prayers, uh, you know, totally different from uh, everyone else. And, um, and it's amazing that there was like only about uh, 70 people that went down to, to Egypt, Egypt once, uh, uh, the, the, once their daddy found out yeah. he was there. And they went down there. There's only 70. But when they left, when Moses, by that generations over generations, there's like about a couple mil- million. Wasn't yeah, it? a million, a million of folks? them left. Ooh, so Hebrews uh, 70 came in. And <laughs> well, that's why they, one of the, the reasons Egyptians got angry the, when the Pharaoh finally died off and the new Pharaoh mm-hmm. came and they didn't know them. They kept saying that everything they did to them, they still multiplied. The, <laughs> the hardships, you know. Cutting back probably on food and other things, but they still multiplied. Um, one of the things I did wanted to do is go back to um, when we talked about Paul being from Cilicia, um, and 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 in antiquity, Cilicia was the south coastal region of Asia Minor and existed as a political entity from the Hittite era until the Armenian Kingdom of Cilicia during the late Byzantine Empire, which was the beginning of that whole. Uh, Greek and uh, what is it, the um, time I think the Knights and all of that time period. So it extended inland from the southeastern coast of modern Turkey, uh, Cilicia is due north and northeast of the island of Cyprus, which is Greek mm-hmm. and corresponds to the modern region of Kokorova in Turkey. So it's around yes, that sir. area. So Paul was all over the place. He was all over the place. Praise God. Well, we're going to. Um you know, we just want to thank you for uh, listening uh, to uh, this to uh, this program. I know it's going to be controversy because anytime you talk about uh, race, uh, it becomes an issue. And uh, but there's only one human race. That's true. And uh, when we finally look at being human, and and man's always going to enslave each other, always going to persecute one another. I mean, it's been through history. Even, even slavery been around from the beginning. Yes, it was. You know, there's slavery going on now. Yes, over it is. in some of the Arab com- countries, you read some of the reports on how uh, some of the, the Arabs are abusing uh, and using slaves and out of Africa to uh, maintain a house. They beat them. They take their. It's crazy that yeah. this is still going on in, well, in today. Well, but until man repents of his sins and keeps the covenant, which we as the original Hebrews should be practicing. 
we need to be teaching this to everyone and come back under the true laws of God, we'll be missing it. So we're just asking you, if you thought this was interesting, you know, let us know. Yes. Um, become a Stone Builders partner by sowing into Fertile Ground. Um, you can go to our website, www.welivingstones.org. And hey, we have a cash app. Yes. Dollar L Stones 51. Again, that's Dollar L Stones with an S 51. So we just ask you to join us uh, and continue to uh, talk about the program, refer it to over to others. And we are on podcasts, uh, yes. Google Podcasts, iTunes, yeah. in, uh, TuneIn, and SoundCloud. So, yeah, we're on all of them Yes, now. yeah. Praise so um, you can pick us up at any time, but know that we are um, on Wave 94 as well, 5 to 6 uh, on Thursdays. Well, uh, join uh, Dr. Uh, uh, Elton Powell. Visit him, Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center. His website is www.dynamicspineandwellness.com or call him at 850-402-9061 and tell him that the Stone Builder sent you. We pray that you enjoy the program and we're praying for each and every one of you. We love you and you can't do you nothing can't do about, about it. it. We're out. out.